patients are actually pretty aware of what the what the cost is. And so they just uh-huh. really want to know, okay, am I a candidate on that call? Yeah. Right? And they want to know just how much is it going to cost me? Google tells us like, hey, you sometimes you need a couple of people in your market to have it. You can't be the only one that has it or else we won't run. That is use ha- utilizing a smaller budget. I would say anywhere, you know, maybe two to $3,000 and below. Um, this is something you may not want to try because these calls are expensive. Welcome to another episode of Dental Marketing Goat. I'm your host, Gary Bird. I am the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients so you can grow the way that you want. And today I got a special guest, Mr. Jack Myers, who heads up our marketing department over here at SMC National. And I'm really, really excited today because he has several things that we think that are going to bring massive impact to your offices. Um, and they're easy, easier to implement. These are things that are not, not as difficult. The first one's going to be around virtual consults and how to use those to reduce your no-show and increase or reduce your cost per start as well uh, by 40%, which is amazing. And then also we're going to talk about local service ads and kind of where that's at. Uh, we have some offices that are starting to get new patients from that. And it's still very much in the early stage, but we'll dive into that. So first, Jack, let's talk about clear aligners, whether you're an ortho office or a GP office that you want to add an additional uh, stream of revenue without a bunch of heavy lifting and a bunch of change of process. Clear aligners is really the way to go, but it's not easy to market for. And you kind of have figured out a hack to help these offices that don't have the manpower to be able to support the marketing. And so I would love to dive into that. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing we've done specifically, um, and it's kind of been, you know, it's it's something we've done before, but I think recently with the changes in the market and the fears of a recession and, and whatnot, is we've started pushing a lot of that marketing towards a um towards a virtual consultation. And the reason we're doing this is because, you know, patients nowadays, especially with the economy how it is, they're very conscious of just their dollars. Um, not necessarily that, you know, on the whole, there's, you know, everyone's, you know, have less money, but they're with what they have. Um, maybe they lost their jobs or, or, or they're, they're fearful of that. They're going to be much more conscious with their dollars. And so by doing a virtual consultation option, that gives that patient the peace of mind to still set that appointment because it's complimentary and they know that, Hey, I'm not in your office, but much less likely that I'm going to be pressured or forced into yeah. making a decision. I'll be able to just from the comfort of my home or my office, wherever I'm at, um, have a conversation with a treatment coordinator or doctor. And 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 if I feel confident, then I'll move forward with the next step of scheduling my in-office consultation. And so what we've seen is that even in kind of today's economy, we've been able to help our practices and help our orthodontists continue to sell clear aligner treatment. Um, and in, in a lot of situations where we implemented this, reduced their cost per start by 30, you know, upwards of 30 to 40% by implementing wow. this. Sorry to disrupt the show, but I got something crazy to share with you. We are attempting to connect with all of our listeners. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast and we want to meet you in person. We have four events coming up and I want to give you a discount code that you can use for the next week to save $300 off your ticket. The discount code is Gary Bird, and the link is going to be just down below. You can also go to smcnational.com forward slash events. I hope to connect with you in person and help each other grow our businesses. Can't wait to see you soon. So, so 
let's let's first talk through what is a virtual console because there's a lot of people who are like, okay, th- do you mean that we're doing teledentistry or do we have to get somebody on a call? So let's let's really define what a virtual consult is. Yeah, great question. So basically, you could do it specifically. You want to do it where there is some sort of video aspect because you want some sort of you know soft diagnosing there, right? Um, obviously, you can never fully diagnose until you get them in the office. But for a lot of our practices that have the really you know really good systems in place for doing clear aligners, um, they have a, some sort of video consultation, so similar to like a telehealth, right? Um, where they're getting on with that patient, getting a, a video chat conversation going, and you know looking through their mouth, talking to the needs of the patients, and then talking to them about their financing options and what it costs. The great thing about uh, just the clear aligner market, it's so heavily the marketing is so heavily saturated by the big players such as Invisalign or um, Smile Direct. Patients are actually pretty aware of what the what the cost is, and so they just uh-huh. really want to know. Okay, am I a candidate on that call? Yeah, right? and they want to know just how much is it going to cost me. And and most offices can do all of that really quickly on the on the phone call. And like I said, it's not it's like it's not crazy education because the patients ha- are bombarded are bombarded with marketing for Clearliners. Yep. And so it's just yeah. solidifying like, hey, we can do this for you. Here's your options. Um, let's get that next consultation scheduled. And what we've seen is that because they're able to do that, it also lessens the 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 operational workflow, you know, bandwidth on the office. Um, and so the doctors a lot of time are actually some doctors are some are having their treatment coordinator meet me with these patients. But what it does is if your doctor is really busy and he doesn't want to, you know, we know that when you start marketing out there digitally for patients, those that no show rates a little bit higher, uh, um, you know, that close rates a little bit lower. Yeah, and, and what it does is it allows him to focus on the patients that are walking through the door um, and the, the treatment coordinators or whoever you have in office to warm these patients up so that they're showing at a much higher rate. Once you do get them scheduled, they're ready to accept mm. treatment and you're not bogging in your do- doctor with a schedule that's falling apart. See, I love this. And and this is something that we really focus on. And really, every anybody who's in marketing should focus on. And Jack has done a great job of this is not only figuring out how do we get more opportunities for these offices but how do we work around their their work bandwidth, right? Because yeah. if you just say, well, we're just going to take calls. And first of all, you have to have somebody who can answer the call, right? <laughs> but then then it's like you have to get that patient in and then you're going to have a no-show and then the doctor's upset. And now it seems like the marketing might not be working. Even if it is, there's just holes that you have to fix. What this does is it's kind of like a cheat code that works around that. So that way you can, you're still going to have no-shows, but now it's like you can you can do one every 15 minutes and just really load up. And then one of the things that I loved about what you said was it reduced the cost per start by 30 to 40%, which is massive. And that's that's been that's been huge. So what is there any other tips or tricks that you feel like people should really understand before implementing something like this? Um, you know, you just want to make sure that you with anything, you want to have a consistent system, right? Um, you want to document um, what's working for you, you know, okay. So when you, when you, when that patient schedules their, their virtual consultation, are they going to get a text to remind them, right? Or are you just going to expect uh, that, you know, I scheduled my virtual consult in two days. I'm just going to show up without any reminder. You're going to make sure yeah. similar to, to, you know, very simple though, because it's not like you're reminding them to drive and, you know, fix, you know, totally change your schedule, set, a, set apart two hours to yeah. drive to your office. They can do it anywhere. Yep. Yeah. So, but you do have to do that because people will forget, especially depending on your market. If you, if you're like in a, a Southern California or something like that, you know, people are just always doing something. Um, mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you, you really have that set up. Um, and then on that virtual console, what are you talking about? 
right? What's the process that your treatment coordinator is going through? Um, and what is going to be discussed there? What's going to be discussed in the office? Um, so as anything, just making sure you have a process to go with this, but our offices that have put those together, uh, those two pieces together, the virtual consultation, um, and just a process to follow each and every time with each and every patient, that's where we've seen the most success. That's awesome. Okay, great. Um, is there any specific software that you like better than others? This is um, not a plug if you don't want to no, plug anybody. It, but. No, no, no. It's just it's whatever the office has available. We can make it work. Some offices have systems that integrate directly with their PMS because they like it to go because the doctor's meeting with actually doing the virtual consultation and they want that to go to his yeah, column yeah. and his schedule. And other ones is the treatment yep. coordinator so we can be a lot more flexible. It's whatever works best for the office. Got it. Okay, cool. And then let's move on to local service ads. So a lot of people, local service ads came out. They've been out for years. So they've been out for like, uh, contractors, roofers, painters for your house, a lot of service based industries. And people said eventually it's going to come for dental and it did. And so it rolled out. Everybody was super excited. It was this big, if you, if you didn't catch this episode, the last time with Jack, we actually had some people who got declined because they had some malpractice issues in the past with their insurance. It's this big, long process. It was not easy to get set up. We got everything set up. We put all this budget towards it. Nothing really happened. Now we're starting to see some traction with it. Could you tell us a little bit about where you feel that the local service ads are for dentists? Yeah, so it's still really early. Uh, we're in the early stages. Um, you know, even the, the dashboard that you log into when it comes to local, local service ads, kind of for your for your dental offices, um, it's really buggy, right? But it's slowly made progress. We 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 have a, a, we've gotten more clients in there, and some of the clients they they still don't really get any calls. And I, I, we've, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but um, Google tells us like, hey, you, sometimes you need a couple of people in your market to have it. You can't be the only one that has it or else we won't run. Um, uh, you need it. a couple of people. So it's still early. In, it's, and so if you're a single practice in a market, um, well, you're just going to kind of have to wait and hope that your one of your competitors does it. Um, and then if you're a DSO with multiple practices, you can kind of you know help speed that along by doing all of your practices together. So that's one of the things. Um, and then secondarily, we've seen some of our practices that are, that are in it in bigger markets. You know, we went the first couple of months without getting any calls. Uh, and then lately, we started to get not a big volume, keep in mind, but three calls. I think some one of them, uh, one of our practices this month, they're up to four calls uh, from it. So it's definitely at this point in time, not a volume play. Um, and I would say that if you're a practice that is use, utilizing a smaller budget, I would say anywhere, you know, maybe two to three thousand dollars and below. Um, this is something you may not want to try because these calls are expensive. It's you get charged yeah. per. It's not per click, right? You're getting charged per call, and Google still hasn't worked out all the bugs. Um, as far as you know, hey, if I get a call from a patient that totally that I cannot schedule, maybe they have Medicaid or or whatever, um, they don't care. They yeah. don't care, right? So, so yeah. you, you know, it, it it is. If you have a smaller budget, it's worth being wary of that. And if you have something working on the digital side, you know, for now, that's probably the best way to go. Now, I, I would still, you know, recommend you to get signed up for it, get ready, because eventually Google, Google's going to figure this out. They're going to get it fixed, whether that's next Other month. Other people will get on to... Exactly, yeah. They, yeah. they have no incentive. If only one person's in the market, they have no incentive to run that. It's small potatoes. Exactly, because then that person's going to get a bunch of cheap leads, right? They need it to be competitive, yeah. so it drives the price up. Yep. Um, so, yep. you know, they're going to fix it. Maybe it's next month, maybe it's six months. It's going to eventually get fixed and you don't want to be behind the curve. But as of right now, it's really early. I would say it's a good option for practices that have a larger budget 
They want to diversify. They want to make sure that the cutting edge and very competitive markets. Um, like I said, it's not a big volume, but it doesn't hurt to just have it running because some calls will trickle through that maybe you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. That's awesome. Well, this has been really, really helpful. If, uh, if, um, if you're thinking about doing local service ads, that should hopefully help you out. Jack, as always, I know you're really busy and you take care of a lot of clients. So I appreciate you coming on, helping our audience and sharing what's actually going on in the dental marketing world at scale. It's a big help. Yep. Thanks for having me on. Peace.